0: It's Spencer Hughes and Hughes from the Heart. A free episode, and I know you folks love free. Free doesn't keep the lights on, though, and free is not going to guarantee the podcast is going to be here long term. So please, if you like what you hear for free, support the podcast, for goodness sakes. You can get a daily podcast for as little as a dollar a month. It's a lot of podcasts for a dollar. Three pennies a day. You can make a one-time donation to my Venmo Radio Spencer, that doesn't get you any of the content, of course, but it does, well, it gives you the satisfaction of knowing you're helping the good vibes continue here on Hughes from the Heart. The heartbeat must go on. It's a labor of love on top of a very, very busy business day and home day and family day. And some days it's amazing I can even get behind the mic and do this. So those of you on the free side, I would love it if you would support the podcast, show some love. The free podcast is heard in 46 countries, 802 cities. Last time I checked, it's a lot. It's a lot of support. Can you imagine if even 5% of those people supported the podcast though? And I say you, those people, those people are you. You're listening to the podcast and maybe you're not a subscriber yet. So please go to Patreon, patreon.com slash Spencer Hughes. again my venmo is radio spencer whether you want to toss in five bucks to feed the crows and the ravens and the corvids of mason county washington and beyond that's what a bag of uh, unsalted peanuts costs. and I, i thought i'd have fun with that if you don't want to help the podcast or help me out help the birds out will you it's healthy for them and a good source of protein and they love it or if you'd like to donate more and put it towards uh, keeping the lights off of the podcast, I'm not going to say no. So thank you for your uh, generosity in advance. You're going to enjoy this interview. Got another quarter here. I'm just going to uh, play my game here Alright. Favorite modern game. It's the newest game that's out right now on Xbox, I think. i go get them. Memorize the pattern on this thing. We have patterns on these games. Here we go. Yeah, these ghosts think they're going to get me. Inky, dinky, rinky, whatever your names were. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm still a legend in my own mind. Welcome welcome to the show. We welcome Christina Costello, who's going to have to put up with my bad dad jokes here for the rest of the interview. Uh, But she's married, so she knows, you know, the the guy jokes can be kind of bad sometimes. Uh, Christina, along with her husband, Patrick, are opening an arcade, and I'm so excited... So excited because I'm a 70s kid, born in 71, raised through the 70s and 80s with arcades, had one not too far away from me in San Francisco. And I used to drive past it and be very sad that it was like a beauty salon. It was like a hair salon. And Christine, I'm bald, so I couldn't even benefit from the the hair salon. (laughs) But I remembered it being the same place where I plunked down probably hundreds of dollars in quarters (laughs) from my allowance (laughs) and stuff. Every quarter I made, I think, went into Donkey Kong, Pac Man, Defender joust all these ground i'm dating myself obviously and uh, they didn't have any pinball machines at this one it was just kind of old school arcade games but i'm so excited about what you and patrick are doing so christina welcome to the show
1: thank you spencer it's good to be here
0: well it's great to have you and i know it's early in the morning and i really appreciate you uh putting on the coffee early and uh coming on with us here because when i saw this i saw it originally on thirstandtalk.com Having a little difficulty, as you have had as well, opening that story. I'm not sure why. I might reach out to them later today and see what's going on with the link. But uh, if people look for it and it keeps spinning and spinning and loading, I think it's on their end, some kind of a loading issue or something. But that's how I found out about Legends Arcade coming to Olytown, coming to Olympia. Tell us a little bit about you and Patrick first. Are you from the area? Did you grow up here? A little bit of your background.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so we're both really excited. This is a project we've been wanting to do for, for some time. Um, so I am, too, like you, Spencer, from the Bay Area. Uh, huh. And my husband is from Nova Scotia, Canada. Wow. So we <laughs> we met together as summer camp directors. So fun is just naturally in our blood. And we bond it through just games. We take a deck of cards Everywhere we go, when we're going out to eat, um, and yeah, so we and we also just really love Olympia. We love downtown Olympia in particular. We, you know, coming from the Bay Area, the Olympia downtown is just such a delight. It's much more engaged and has so much potential to um, be a really special place, especially for families. And we don't really see a whole lot of families down there, so. Um, you know, we're excited that the arcade in particular, we've designed it so that it will welcome all ages, and then after 9 p.m. we'll be 21 plus for that no-kid zone time. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's a little bit about us.
0: Well, that's exciting. And i it's funny, th- this whole timing of this interview and stuff and how I found out about you is actually, I think, within a couple days of calling the Olympia Pinball Museum, because my uh, one of our son's just recently visited for the month uh, from December to just last week uh, from from Manhattan where he lives now and works. And we were looking for something to do with all the rain and everything. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna, I've am i been wanting to go to the pinball museum in Olympia. I think it's like 20 bucks and you play all day long if you want. Why don't we go and hang out there and you know, we'll bond and play some old school games that I grew up with and stuff. And then I, I called them and it kept ringing or something. And then I went on their Facebook and it said, close permanently. And yeah, I was devastated that I never had a chance to go because I kept putting it off and off, and I never went. And you had a little information on that before we get into Legends Arcade. They they retired, is that right? Is that why that closed down?
1: Yeah, yeah. It you know, pinball collecting was a huge passion of theirs, and so they had this extensive and really beautifully maintained pinball collection. The Welby, the owner, is just um, he's kind of the A plus standard for how to take care of and maintain pinball machines. So, you know, when I talk to them and they're just, they're so supportive, they're really glad somebody in Olympia is passing the torch to have an arcade. Um, But yeah, they just really, it was time for them to retire and spend some more time with family.
0: Well, thank goodness we have the timing here with Legends Arcade coming to the area. You can have, New and retro games. You're going to have 40-plus arcade machines. You have skee-ball, which I just found out. I never had Googled skee-ball. I I love playing it when the kids were young at Chuck E. Cheese and places like that. We'd always play skee-ball. And that was invented in 1909, and it was originally called box ball, I guess. And this guy, a Princeton grad, took wood from his father's lumberyard and put together like a 36-foot alley with three holes at the end of it. And the balls were metal back then. Um, imagine that today with injuries and lawsuits, having metal balls like that thrown around in (laughs) arcade, And then somebody else came along. Our insurance
1: company went like that.
0: Yeah, no, (laughs) I don't think you get approved for that. And uh, somebody else kind of took it over and renamed it from box ball to ski ball because it resembled, I guess, kind of like a ski slope at the end where the balls go into the holes. And that's kind of neat to know, but you're also going to have that. Uh, tell us about some of these machines. I'm, I'm, I'm old school. I'm interested kind of in the retro stuff. First of all, is it hard to, I, I was at, uh, what mall was I at? I was at the Kitsap Mall the other day and looking for something entirely different, but I was looking for some clothes and I passed a big neon sign that said arcade, right? And I was so excited mm-hmm. and I was really disappointed. They had like four machines, nobody was playing them. Um, it was empty and it made me kind of sad because that's not the arcade I remember. And I'm sure the Legends Arcade is, well, we know it's going to have a lot more than four or five machines, but... What do you think the mindset is with today's kids? They got their Xboxes, they got virtual reality, they got all this stuff, but it's fun to see even young preteens and teens still plunking down those quarters or maybe several dollar bills now to play these games. Do you find that that love for the arcade is still alive and well?
1: You know, I'm not sure if it is in the new generation, but that's actually a personal interest of mine. I've um, both actually, Patrick and I have worked in education, but, um, you know, for me, that teen population and uh, of just not knowing how to really socialize in real life outside of a screen. Ironically, as we introduce them to the arcade, there's tons of screens there, but (laughs) it's a different kind of gaming experience because... Um, you can't press pause Uh, you have to see the round through and there's um, you know when you're in an arcade you see people engaging with each other even if it's just you know like (laughs) not happy with how their gaming is going but you know that's one of the hopes that we have is that this could reintroduce or just introduce the concept of going somewhere to socialize and in kind of a passive way. You know, you're not going there to meet people. You're going there to have your own experience. And in my experience around here, there's not a whole lot of places that younger people can kind of just do that, be themselves and have some fun.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And this is not obviously a cheap endeavor. You 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 are going to be in the Olympia Press Building, which is a beautiful yeah. building. My wife and daughter um, have a home base soy wax candle company, and they're at the Olympia Farmer's Market every weekend. And I know this is a, a short walk to the Olympia Farmer's Market and the waterfront yeah. down there. It's a great location. How, how did you end up getting into the Press Building? That's a great piece of real estate to, <laughs> to open up an arcade.
1: I had met Todd Monahan, who... Um, who owns the Olympia Press Building? I had met him at the Olympia Downtown Alliance um, annual meeting, um, and he was the MC for that night. And his, he just had a very similar vision. He loves downtown. He's he's trying really hard to revitalize it and you know stimulate some economic development. Um, and he is just. Um, You know, he was, we were walking by the Olympia Press building. He happened to be walking out and he was like, yes, this actually really maps with my vision for Olympia and bringing in more people. And I'm a big fan of downtown. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. That was how we found the building. It's large. Once you get in there, it kind of like curves around and you can see more spaces open up. And that was a really important factor of opening this arcade is, is finding a place with some breathing room and some you know, some kind of interesting corners that you can turn and find a new game.
0: Now, do you have the entire space to yourselves or you, is it subdivided like with other businesses or you have the whole place? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's subdivided with other businesses. Um, but in the space that we occupy has not been commercially used before. So that's why it's, the construction has been uh, more significant than we ori- originally thought as we were going into this.
0: Well, that's fantastic. And you're going to have snacks and you're going to have canned alcohol as well for the uh, 21 and Overcrowd. Is that correct or no?
1: Yep, that's right. So it was important for us. Um, one of our favorite family things to do is go to the um, the arcade in Tacoma called Dorkies. They're also Coin Op, which will be as well. Um, <clears throat> but you can walk up to their snack bar and get a slice of pizza and – you know, a beer in hand and you can game with your kids and then your kids can go and <clears throat> get, uh, ooh, actually, I don't know if that's true. If they can go up and get sex, but that was something that was important to us that if there are young people here that they can also go up and, you know, get a bottle of water or a bag of chips as well as me getting up there as a parent and being like, you know, it'll have that cider.
0: Yeah. No, that's, so that, a lot that's of fun. our snack bar license. That's a lot of fun. I know yeah. I, I'm into bowling, too, and stuff. And it seems like um I love the fact, as you probably know, coming from the Bay Area, that it seems like in Northern California, especially, uh a lot of bowling alleys closed down. I couldn't believe I, I was born and raised in San Francisco. And by the time I moved out of there, and I think it's still true, there's like one bowling alley or two maybe in the entire city of almost a million people. There's like one or two bowling alleys. Yeah. And it's it's tragic. And arcades were on every in every neighborhood just about had an arcade and I I went to school downtown San Francisco and after school it was a big deal to walk a couple of blocks to an arcade down there. And I plunked down a bunch of quarters there as well and went to the one by my house on the weekends and, and just the friendships and like you said, the socializing and this was before cell phones, this was before, you know, Xbox and we had Atari maybe, and that's about it. But there's nothing like, um, the experience, and I think Stranger Things brought it back to a lot of people, the nostalgia of it and the new generation, you know, the arcade and stuff. But yeah. people don't understand the hours and hours and hours that young people spent in these places. It was a great <laughs> pastime. So much fun.
1: Yeah. Hey, I'm glad you brought up Stranger Things. Um, that's been a bit big inspiration for some of our design.
0: Oh, um, nice. Concept. Tell us about it. Tell us about it. <laughs> our-
1: Yes. And we also have the Stranger Things pinball machine, which is really fun. Um, you get to go into the um, upside down world if you hit a s- certain special. So, um, but uh, <clears throat> our party room that we have that um will be able to have rentable, um, we're calling it the Starbase. And um uh, I based it off of the Starcourt name, which is in the Stranger Things finale, I think season two, where they go in and they have that big battle scene at the old 80s mall.
0: Yeah. So So, cool.
1: I got a, I got a a neon sign for the Starbase room that uses the same font as the Starcourt in Stranger
0: Things. Oh, that is so cool. I am such a (laughs) geek. I'm going to be your best customer. I just want you to know. I'm going to. Great. (laughs) Now you said it's Coinbase. Now, one thing that I I have to admit, I'm just kind of an old uh, fogey, I guess, or whatever the word is when it comes to this stuff. But I remember when I went back to an arcade years later when the kids were, you know, kind of the Chuck E. Cheese uh, era, right? And you know the old games yeah. I loved were there, some of them, but they cost like five bucks to play, like Donkey Kong. Is this going to be? I know you have to kind of go with the flow of modern times. It's not going to. I'm sure it's not a quarter to play Miss Pac Man anymore. What would the average cost be for some of these games, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Yeah, we're still we're still figuring that out, um, but definitely, uh, it's going to be. There will be some games that'll be a quarter, and I would say on average between 50 75 cents pinball some of the more premium pinballs um, might be one to two dollars
0: yeah that's not um, bad. per I mean, play yeah that's reasonable I yeah. mean times change I mean you know I mean back then you know sodas were probably ten cents you know things change and things get expensive yeah. and especially with inflation oh, yeah. and everything but but I, I saw a picture of um, some of the machines you're getting Uh, And I see Mario Brothers here, and I just, I'm shaking with excitement because these are some of my favorite (laughs) games, like Donkey Kong. And it was such a big deal to get, like, the Ataris and the ColecoVisions back in the day because you could play these pretty close to the arcade version in your own home. And that was the start of kind of the video game console revolution. But I am so beyond excited for this. What are we looking for (laughs) in terms of the the, the ribbon cutting, if you will? I know it's kind of hard because you're still doing construction, and I, uh, believe me, I know... Uh, the whole p- permits process can take forever w- w- what are we looking at in terms of when you you're thinking you you might be opening your doors
1: i you know I- i'm really hoping for early february maybe mid february if it you know things continue to move well in this direction it'll be in february sometime
0: that's awesome. I'm so looking forward to this. And you know what's funny? In the old days, two of the arcades, I'm sure you remember when people would put the quarters. You seem younger than I am. You look younger than I am. So I don't know if you remember kind of that experience of putting the quarters up on the top. Do you remember that? They'd I totally line up the do. Quarters,
1: yeah, yeah. And I, <laughs> I love do, that. Yes. And,
0: and people would hog up. See, that's another thing that I don't know. That people could stay in business today. If you had these games at a quarter, all of them a quarter, people like me yeah. with the bonus levels, I, I could play Donkey Kong for hours probably, and then nobody you yeah. know, behind me would be able to play. So you, you got one person with a quarter – and that's not going to pay the bills in downtown Olympia, obviously. So that's right. Uh, I don't know if you're going to have to at some po- point impose limits on people like me that would spend <clears throat> two hours on a machine.
1: <laughs> First, we'll have to get to know those people and, <laughs> and have a conversation. Um, no, I mean, that would be a really lovely um, problem to have. Is, <laughs> wow, I'm gaming too much here. Yeah. Um, hey, You asked about other games, Spencer. We'll also have foosball and um, bumper pool, which are separate from the arcade cabs. But Thurston County, I don't know about Mason County or Lewis County, but there is no bumper pool table that we've been able to find in most of this area of Washington. So it's a mini uh, version of pool that has little bumpers and it is Super fun, and we're really excited to have that. All of those, like foosball, even skee ball, potentially pool, and definitely arcade, we'll have tournaments. So you could come in, Spencer, and, you know, our arcade game of um, that we're doing a monthly tournament on could be Burger Time. And so maybe oh. you've never played Burger Time, but you want to get the high score, or at least be in competition to do that. Um, so, yeah, we'll have some of those to try to get you to... To experience some of those other games
0: that we have. You're bringing almost tears of joy to my eyes. Burger Time. I never, (laughs) funny enough, I never worked fast food, but I made thousands of burgers in my day with Burger Time. (laughs) That was one of my favorite games. Oh, you, another one of my favorites was Popeye. If you can get Popeye, please, I, I, I would. <laughs>
1: it's really hard to find Popeye. Sorry,
0: <laughs> okay, so what are some of the other ones you know you have already? I see the pictures here, but what, what some <clears throat> of the other ones excited?
1: Yeah, one of the ones that I'm really excited about is Baby Pac-Man. It's a game that starts on the um, on a screen, but when you lose your ball on the screen, it turns into a pinball, a literal pinball game. So it has both the screen and the pinball, which is super fun. Wow. Is that um, new or have,
0: old or what is that? I don't remember it's that. It's
1: super old. It's old. And here's one of the things that folks should know is that we have um, an arcade attendant who is right now actually working on stuff to make these games you know, as playable and smooth and slick as possible. But some of these games, because they're collector's items, are looking a little rough. And that's because you can't find... Parts for it. So, Baby Pac-Man, for instance, is such a great play and game. Um, but you know, patrons will have to forgive a little bit of scratches here and there on the playfield uh, that doesn't affect the play, but just looks. You know, it's it's, a it's retro. Right. It's the
0: battle scars <laughs> yeah. of video gaming. You know, in this one, That's I right. guess came out in 1982. Somehow, I don't remember this one, but I'm looking at pictures of Baby Pac-Man. So the, the top part of the pinball machine, the vertical part, is like a arcade, like a, a video game, and then the bottom yeah. table is the pinball part. Like you said, this looks cool. Yeah. Bally uh, put that one out in 1982, Bally Midway, and uh, that looks really yeah. cool. I, I, I don't know how I... This one escaped me.
1: Yes. Well, you'll have to try it out.
0: Well, I cannot wait. I'm so excited, and I'm so happy that you guys are opening this up because... We need something like this. And congrats to you and Patrick, and I wish you the best of luck. And I, I'm serious. I will be one of your best Thank customers you. down there. And, Great. Um, it's a, like you said, you'll, you'll be able to have like events there, right? Birthday parties would be fun yep. there, I would imagine. and Just a lot of yeah, cool Yeah, we've stuff. been
1: getting – yeah. And come by and say hello. I'll be there. I have pink hair. It's hard to miss. And my <laughs> husband will be there. It's This is our third baby. We have two – human babies but this is definitely (laughs) our third so we'll be very close to it so please come and say hi introduce yourself this is as much as it is about the love of gaming it's also about building community and kind of coming out of the pandemic being able to you know shake each other's hands and say hello again
0: no absolutely And this is going to be or is but not yet open at the uh, press building in downtown olympia you can't miss it it's a historic building down there that everybody knows once you see it and I am so excited, and as I said, my wife and daughter. Um, right now, it's the uh, winter season, so they're only having the market on Saturdays from ten to three. But in the in the high season, starting in April, it's four days a week. And I like hanging out with them when I can. But you know, sometimes I I, I give them space and I walk around. And, you know, I, I, I I've been seen in the food court a couple times, and I think I'm going to be seen in the arcade during that time. And then I'll come back and hang out with them and go back and play Pac Man and <laughs> Baby Pac Man. There you go. <laughs> and. So excited. <laughs> yeah. So excited. And um, Great. you have a web, you have your Facebook page. I want to promote that. So if they look up Legends Arcade, yeah. you have over a 1000 followers already and you haven't even opened yet. So that's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah. Love your, your logo, by the way, with Bigfoot playing the, the, the video game <laughs> machine there. That's awesome. And Thank do you have you. a website too that's up yet?
1: Yeah, we do. Um, it's www.legends-arcade.com. And on there, you'll see our full game list. We try to keep that as updated as possible. And pretty soon, we're going to be launching our packages online so that people could see um, how to rent the arcade and have a fun time with your, your group of people, your friends, or the people you work
0: with. Wow. And here's your hours, too. Um, closed on Mondays, Tuesday through Thursday, 3 p.m. to 11 p.m., Friday, Saturday, 12 p.m. to 2 a.m., and Sundays, 12 p.m. to 11 p.m. So there's definitely room in there uh, for me to come by and, and, and hang out for a while. So thank you very much. It was a pleasure chatting with you and uh, all my best to you and Patrick as you get ready to open this up in the next few weeks so we might have to have you again too after the first few weeks that you're open to see how you're doing
1: totally that sounds great thanks so much Spencer and I for all your listeners I we really look forward to seeing you and can't wait to game
0: well awesome I hope you guys are around for a long long time and uh, we'll make sure we'll get as many people in there packing the place as possible so thank you so much and it was a pleasure and uh, best of luck
1: Thanks. Thanks Spencer.
0: Thank you. That's Christina Costello. She and her husband Patrick uh, opening up Legends Arcade in Olympia coming soon. And we'll tell you exactly when they're going to cut uh, the ribbon. I will try to be there for sure on their opening day and they're going to have merch too. We didn't mention that but they're going to have t-shirts and stickers too. You're going to love it. I am so excited. I appreciate your support of the podcast. If you would like to become a paying subscriber, that would be awesome. Go to patreon.com slash Spencer Hughes. Patreon.com slash Spencer Hughes. It's now set up so that you pay what you think it's worth. If you think it's worth a dollar a month, pay a dollar a month. If you think it's worth 50 bucks a month, pay 50 bucks a month. People are at all tier levels. So everyone gets the same content now. I agonized over that for a long time, but I was just getting overwhelmed with one podcast for this group and two podcasts a day for this group and this group gets this and this group doesn't get that, I got to simplify my life. I preach simplicity. I got to start practicing simplicity. So the podcast is all the same content for everyone, whether you pay a dollar a month or a hundred a month, you all get the same thing. So thank you for being a paid subscriber. If you aren't, then please join patreon.com slash Spencer Hughes. And you can also donate to the Venmo Venmo is Radio Spencer. Again, if you want to help keep the lights on, that would be awesome. If you would like to buy a bag of unsalted peanuts for the corvids that I feed every day, those are five bucks a bag. And uh, I'll definitely give you kudos on the podcast one way or the other. Thanks a lot. I appreciate the support. Much love to you. And we'll talk again real soon. This is Hughes from the Heart.